0: kids are starting to sprinkle back in. Uh, So college is starting up again. And so with that, college meals are starting back up again. So we have a sign-up sheet out on the Welcome Center uh, to provide college meals if that's something that you are able to help with. Uh, If you could sign up for that as soon as possible so we can start getting those Sundays filled and have an idea of what that's going to look like. So that is out there on the Welcome Center. I'm going to read Psalm 123, and then we'll pray and jump into it this evening. Unto you I lift up my eyes, O you who dwell in the heavens. Behold, as the eyes of servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, until he has mercy on us. Have mercy on us, O Lord, have mercy on us. For we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled with the scorn of those who are at ease with the contempt of the proud. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, this evening we do praise you. We praise you for you are everlasting. We praise you for your faithfulness, for your power, For your strength for who you are for your grace we come boldly before you this evening in Christ alone Lord even later as we bring our needs before you together we rejoice because we know that you are not just Almighty God but you are God who loves a God who hears a God who knows and who is working all things together for our good and for your glory give us faith to believe that this evening Lord guide us even as we turn our attention to this passage. May your spirit work through this psalm. May you comfort our troubled hearts. Strengthen us. Encourage us. Challenge us for your glory. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, as we turn our attention to Psalm 123 this evening, you've probably noticed it's a short psalm. It's short and it's very simple. It's one thought And yet, it's a needed reminder for us. You see there right after the the names, Psalm 123, a song of ascents, continuing to work our way through these songs of ascents, and, and, and we talked about how as you work your way through these psalms, you're almost working your way with the pilgrims towards Jerusalem, starting in Psalm 120, far away in a foreign land. Psalm 121 then, making your way up the mountain. Psalm 122, making it to Jerusalem. And Psalm 123 here, inside the gates of Jerusalem, praising the Lord. And the psalmist here, he starts with the cry. The language of prayer. Prayer unto you, I lift up my eyes. The psalmist doesn't begin with his problem. We don't know what's going on. Rather, he simply says, I am lifting my eyes to you. Rather than focusing on what his problem is, the psalmist begins by focusing on where, or by telling us where his focus is. I am looking up. He's not just looking up into the sky listlessly. He's looking up with purpose. Note, he says, Unto you I lift my eyes. There's a specific person that he is looking to. And he tells us that there at the end of verse 1. To who? To you who dwell in the heavens. Who is it that the psalmist is looking to at this time? The Lord Almighty, the one who dwells in the heavens. Creator God, sovereign Lord. We don't even know what the issue is at this point in the Psalm. We don't know what's going on, where the psalm's gonna go, what problems or burdens are on the psalmist, but what we do know is that his eyes are in the right place. That whatever, regardless of whatever is going on, he is looking to the right place, responding rightly. But I think it is worth pausing right here before we even really know what's going on in the psalm. It's it's good to pause right here and just to note how much easier it is to look rightly in the walls of Jerusalem than it is without those walls. What I mean when I say that is, is I think that there is something to be said here to the fact that right responses are not accidental. The psalmist didn't stumble into responding rightly. The reality is that your eyes will follow your heart. And the psalmist responds rightly here because he has positioned himself to respond rightly. This is a song of a sense. It is sung by those who are traveling to Jerusalem, who are obeying the law, who are coming to worship He has positioned himself to respond rightly. He is obeying the Lord. He, is, he has made this journey and, and now he finds himself in the midst of this journey having finally reached Jerusalem in Psalm 122 and being then in the midst of the city, how much easier to look up to the Lord. Imagine if he just blown off the trip. Well, I, I, I just can't, I can't pull it off this time. And he's back home and this issue arises. It's probably going to be a lot harder to respond rightly there. The psalmist has positioned himself to respond rightly. He is obedient. His focus is right because his heart is right. We can see that in the psalm, just in the general context of the psalm. He is one who is faithful I think there is a little challenge kind of implied for us there. Have you positioned yourself to respond rightly to the circumstances of life? Are you obeying in the little things and in the big things? Are you faithful Because it is that faithfulness, it is that obedient that will result in growth, that will result in a right mindset that allows you, as Philippians 4 says, to respond not with worry, but with prayer and with hope. And therefore to get peace that passes understanding. So we don't even know the circumstances. All we know is that the psalmist is responding rightly. He is starting with a place of faith, lifting his eyes up to the heavens. In fact, he goes on in in verse 2 to explain what exactly does he mean, I lift my eyes up. That's kind of a strange phrase. What does he mean? Well, behold, as the eyes of the servants look to the hand of their masters, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God until he has mercy on us. Well, in what ways does a servant look to their masters? In what ways does a maid look to her mistress? Is it not a look of dependence? The psalmist sees himself rightly. He sees God rightly. He understands his total dependence on the Lord. And so he looks to the Lord. He looks, O oh Lord, with that dependence, that need of a servant looking to their master. In fact, note not only just any servant to a master, but the full range is involved here. In fact, one commentator noted the, the extension to the other gender. Right? So you have the servants look to the masters, and, and then specifically a maid to the hand of her mistress. There's a sense here of inclusiveness. Everyone in this community looks urgently to God for grace. Everyone is welcome to look to the Lord. In fact, note the language shift there in verse 2. Verse 1 starts out, unto you I lift up my eyes. But then verses 2, 3, and 4 all use the plural language. Are, us, we there's a shift here from singular to plural, just like we saw in Psalm 121. A shift from personal to collective, from the individual to the community. I think that's a a beautiful picture of what's going on when we sing together. As we gather together, as we sing, what is it that we are doing? Are we not confessing truths? Are we not pouring our hearts out to the Lord? Are we not praying? And we are doing that individually, and yet at the same time as I am doing that, I am doing it in community with you. We are doing it together. I think that that little shift in this song, in this psalm, is a powerful. It captures a powerful reality, beautiful, beautifully. The individual and yet corporate nature of worship. I am doing this, and yet we are doing this. I think it's interesting that the Psalm of Ascent, because we saw the exact same thing in Psalm 121, that shift of language from singular to plural. It's interesting that that there's that focus not just on individual, but on community. Especially when you think about the context of these songs of ascent as they're making their way to Jerusalem, they're traveling together, there is a very real sense of community there. We need each other. So it's in that way that our eyes look to the Lord our God until he has mercy on us. This is a look of faith, a patient look of faith, confessing our dependence on God. That's what the Psalms is doing. He's confessing his dependence, the dependence of the community on the Lord. We need you, Lord. We're looking to you, Lord. We're waiting on you, Lord. Then verse 3 and 4 you really have the prayer. What is it that the psalmist is praying as he looks to the Lord, at the community together look to the Lord. Well, it's a prayer for mercy. Have mercy on us, O Lord. Have mercy on us. Or show us grace. Is that not an effective prayer? W. Graham Scroge said this, No one ever sought the grace of God in vain. Show us grace. Have mercy on us, Lord. Not only is the psalmist here turning to the right place with his focus, but he is turning rightly with the right prayer because he knows God's character. Brothers and sisters, when you pray, know God's character. Pray God's promises and receive hope. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us. Why? For we are exceedingly filled with contempt. Our soul is exceedingly filled. Can you you hear the, the desperate language here? Exceedingly filled, overflowing, weighed down with the scorn of those who are at ease, with the contempt of the proud. They are being treated with contempt, being treated with hate, being treated unjustly and unfairly. And it's not just one time, but the the idea here is we've been waiting on you, Lord. So this is over and over and over and over again. Patterns of injustice against them. And yet they respond rightly, looking to the Lord. turn to the right place because they've put themselves in the right position to respond rightly, because they know who God is, they cling to those promises, they pray those promises. So the big idea for us this evening, simple application, is just a simple question, where do you look in times of trouble? Who are you depending on? Institutions will fail you. People will let you down. In fact, you you will disappoint yourself. Only God is faithful. Only God is worthy of your faith. Only God can deliver you because he is the God who dwells in the heavens. Jesus even reminds us that in the Lord's Prayer. Does he not our Father where"? Our Father in heaven, remember to whom you are praying, God Almighty. So I don't know what burdens you came with tonight. I know some of your burdens. But there's some that I don't know. I don't know what fears are gripping your soul even right now. But what I do know is that God is great, that God is good, and that God is faithful. So look to God. Cry out to the Lord. Bring your requests before him and wait patiently for him. Have mercy on us, O oh Lord, have mercy on us. Lift your eyes up to the one who dwells in the heavens. Be faithful, for he is faithful. It's with that mindset that we're going to turn our attention to prayer this evening.